ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. This is your boy, the coach from the WWE. I would like to welcome you to the very first wrestling podcast in the world to take you on a weekly deep dive in the classic matches along with legends of the squared circle. Enjoy the discussion. Enjoy the back and forth. There's so much to get into. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Payoff. Welcome to episode 200. Woo. Jeff, give yourself a big round of applause. That was, who would have thought, man, like... 200. 200 episodes later. 200 Mansca- episodes, 200 matches, 200 yep. payoff scores. Crazy. Yep. All kinds of Manscaped products. Is there a Shawn yeah. Michaels match? Yep. yep. It had to be a Shawn Michaels match. You're welcome. Like, I couldn't, you know, when I... And, yeah, so when I was looking through... You know, there's yeah. What else could we do? Yeah, I mean, I'm pumped about this. Kind of a under um, the same match. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, I want to. I I just you got to. I'm really excited for you to walk through the build to this thing, just because there's a lot that I don't remember. And Sean in '97 was like both peak performer it's as good as he probably ever was in the ring Mm -hmm. and peak asshole as big of a prick as he ever was outside the ring right so it'll be it'll be interesting to cover this one are you ready to get into this match i i am if you are man let's do this all right it's time for the build oh it's time for the build so King of the Ring 1997, this is the uh, fifth installment, or I guess this would be the sixth installment um, of King of the Ring on pay-per-view, and not a highly regarded show, um, not, not the best-ranked show you're ever going to see. Uh, Providence, Rhode Island, Providence Civic Center, 13,000, June 8th, 1997. Um Interestingly enough, the pay-per-view after this was the uh, incredible Canadian stampede match. So, you know, Steve mm-hmm. Austin is well on his way at this point. I mean, he is hot, right? Um, but a- again, you know, you talk about building to that world title win. And I-, I think I mentioned it a few weeks ago, Jeff, but I mean, in the history of the WWF, WWE, there, there haven't been a ton of like what I would call perfect world title culminating wins. You know, like the Austin era has begun. The boyhood dream has come true, right? I mean, there's only a handful of them. And these are two guys that both had them. And Steve Austin, he's he's getting there towards that. So uh, mm-hmm. on this show, dark match. Headbangers defeat Bart Gunn and Jesse James early on in their uh, affiliation together, but we know what they would become. We open up with Triple H defeating Ahmed Johnson in a semifinal match. Mankind defeating Jerry Lawler in a semifinal match um, to get us the King of the Ring uh, winner. 
Gold Dust. That's a ticket seller. Yeah. Yeah. Gold Dust is going to defeat Crush. The Hart Foundation of Owen, Jim, and the Bulldog are going to defeat Psycho, Sid, and the Legion of Doom in 13 minutes. Triple H is going to win the King of the Ring final over Mankind. The second to last match is the one we're covering. Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin. The tag team champions colliding. And then in your main event, uh, The Undertaker is going to defeat Farouk in 13 minutes. So, yeah, it's kind of a blah card. I mean, for being a big four, um, you know, not a not a great show uh, by any means. Um yeah, not not you know, not not too much here. Yeah. Not too much. So I'll say King of the Ring, the King of the Ring tournament only had eight guys in it. So Ahmed, the- Triple H, Rosh, Gold Dust, Jerry Lawler, Mankind, and Savio Vega. Just not a not a great tournament, man. Just kind of half-assed. Uh, but but how do we get so let's get to Shawn Michaels here, Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin. How do we get to yeah. these guys being tag champs? You know, where where does this all fit in and how do we get to them wanting to face off at the King of the Ring? Like you said, it is just a weird card because like, yeah, you had the King of the Ring stuff, but then also, like you said, like Goldust and Crush were part of the tournament, but then they just had like a singles match on this. So it really like, okay, whatever. Like, um, and so like that part of it's weird. Like, you know, it really kind of feel like, you know, okay, so the Undertaker taking on Farouk, like, okay, like, I don't know how many people are excited about that match, but it's interesting. I will say- uh, it, so for everyone at home and, and Tom too, so you know, like I normally, I, I usually have that little picture of the star ratings of like, it was really nice. It was all one website that gave us all the star ratings for every match. Um, and so it was like one website that have every single one on it and the website closed. So I can't, I, you know, we, we don't have it as nice as we used to, but I'm sure that that was a kind of a low ranking match at this point. But really a lot of this was just kind of telling the story of Michaels and Austin. And even though they weren't the main event here like that was a big part of this and so the build wasn't as big as the aftermath i feel like i got a page and a half on the aftermath on this one but the build itself and so um like you said on this one it was june 8th 1987 we're gonna go back though just like a couple weeks not even very long before this one it was may 26 it was episode of raw you had austin and michaels and you already alluded to it beating owen and the bulldog to win the tag team championship and so like they were the tag champs at this point and so which is kind of weird coming into this one and so um after the win though you had austin went to fight brett and michaels was attacked by the rest of the heart foundation um and so that was where you started to already get some of the animosity like between these guys and so um you know and kind of who they were going after and things like that i would say this was we are really in the heat of uh very somewhat early but this was when michaels and brett hated each other's guts and so um i think that's you know to keep in mind as we're kind of watching this there was very much the um we'll talk about it that like sunny days is coming up there was all kinds of, of things happening here um that led to some of that behind the scenes. And so, you know, I'm sure that there was a lot of that playing out. So when I'm watching this match, I'm actually going to be interested to see just kind of, are we getting some, some shoots here? Like, are we getting work? Like what, like, are we someone throwing some receipts at somebody? Like what's, what kind of happened in there? And so, um, so it really wasn't even that long. It was literally the week before this show. Um, 
you had Austin and Michaels actually fighting each other during a tag title defense. It was actually against the Legion of Doom, Hawk and Animal. Um, and so I don't know. Like it just it was it's just weird. Yeah. And so really, um, they decided though that they were gonna have this match though, because they wanted to have a captain of the team. And so sure. just like you said, though, like it doesn't make a ton of sense because and I even have it like Austin 316 was the previous year's King of the Ring. And so like Austin's really hot. Michaels is really hot. And so to throw the tag team belts on him literally two weeks before this and then have them feud and give them this match. Like I said, there's more that happens after, which we'll get into, but it does feel really weird to build on this one. Like if you didn't know what was happening at the time it's just weird like there's no other way to cut it so and remember this, um, is, this, this yeah. is on the heels of uh you know steve austin bret hart double turn and then Shawn michaels being too hurt to work at wrestlemania and do the job for bret right just a yep, weird exactly. time in wrestling and then you know remember the screw jobs right around the corner as well yeah we'll talk about that but yeah so all right um if you're ready i'm ready one hour and 55 minute mark of King of the Ring 1997. Are you ready? We got the boys John in each other's face. I am ready. All right. It's time for the payoff. Oh, it's time for the payoff. John Michael's plane, but this should be a wonderful matchup. These men are tag team partners, they are not personal friends. They do not. They don't like I each love other. Those they make for a hell of a tag team. I think the best tag the team. Pants. In yep, the world absolutely. Today. Anywhere you want to look, it's a first on pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen. Two tag team champions against each other. Both men are native Texans. Well, and here's another thing that's weird too: is like you're trying to get Steve Austin over as a babyface. But you're mega baby face, but you're putting him in a tag team, which doesn't really make sense. And you're doing it with Shawn Michaels. Is Shawn Michaels a baby face or a heel here? I don't even know. I don't either. I, I, I don't know. I'm with you. Yeah. I just, it number one. Or maybe number 11. I'm not real sure. I'm just like, here's what you do here. If you want to get Steve Austin over as a baby face, you put him against the heel. Yeah. This guy, think about this. This guy is, well, I'll, I'll tell you a couple things. So, you know, Steve Austin's booking, as much as we remember all the great about him, Steve Austin's booking was not perfect. So, yeah. remember, he wins the King of the Ring in 1996. This is a year later, and we're just starting to, like, you know, really get him cooking. It took yep. Okay? So, and, and he wouldn't even win the Air Continental title until SummerSlam. Yep. That was when he, you know, broke his neck. Look how fast Austin is at this point, though. Yeah, crazy. Just wa watch how quickly he moves around, you know, again, pre-neck pre injury. Michaels so, to get so again, a year after winning the King of the Ring to get to this point. He still didn't have the Air Continental title yet. Then 
you know, you've got. Do you know the story about this year? This kid get hurt. I forget. Yeah. Try running in the ring. Yes, that's what it was. I'm sorry. So um, they stopped the match briefly because there's a I did read about this. So you have a fan who uh, with Down syndrome who kind of ran into the ring. And so they they actually stopped the match briefly because obviously it wasn't planned and they weren't going to kick the crap out of the kid. Um, And so they take a second because, yeah, he just didn't you know, got caught up in it. And that was that. And so that was his mom and him now. So that was a kind of a weird, kind of a weird start to the match. It kind of throws it off. And so it's just unusual. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember that happening. Interesting. Yeah. A bunch of security around them, but they, you know, they kind of walked them out. And usually you think even Michaels was walking with him to try and calm him down a little. So, but it takes you out of it. Cause he's, he is play, trying to play the heel before this. And then it, yeah. So it just, it's kind of odd there. Yeah. So, so, so my point with Austin is if I'm okay, so we, ha- we, we do the Brett double turn thing. I'm trying to get Austin over as a mega baby face. Well, wouldn't I have him going against the heel? Like a heel British Bulldog, a heel Owen Hart. Uh, I mean, a heel Triple H. I don't, I don't know. I mean, just someone that's a established heel versus Shawn Michaels, who, I mean, people just adore regardless. He really wasn't. I mean, Shawn was kind of a heel at this point, but, like, not completely full-fledged heel. And the only way you're going to put him with Shawn Michaels is if he's going to go over. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. So it was, just, it was just odd booking, man. I just – I didn't understand this at all. And, 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 and Shawn – why would you put Sean with this guy? You know, should building Sean to you know go up against Brett again or do something there? So I don't know. Interesting. This you was just, th- there was just so many weird things, and I and I think so much of it was uh, Austin mocking uh, Sean. This is great. That was great. Yeah, doing the flex. But I yep. think a lot of this was just because of how difficult Sean was to work with in this era. Because, I mean, in a perfect world, Sean Brett, WrestleMania 13. Brett gets his win back. Then you have your rubber match at some point, SummerSlam, right? Um, You know, you just couldn't find guys for Sean to work with. I mean, he didn't even Mm -hmm. wrestle at SummerSlam. He was the referee for uh, uh, Brett and and Taker. Just just a weird – but then a month later, he works Hell in a Cell and has arguably the greatest match of his career. Just it's just so it's just so weird this whole this whole uh, this whole year. I'm looking at it too. So this card itself, I did pull it up, so we have it. So the again, your King of the Ring, it was uh, you know Hunter beating Mankind. It's weird because those two matches were uh, outside of Goldust and Crush, which was a dud. The Hunter Hearst Helmsley Ahmed Johnson match was one star. The Mankind and Lawler match was one and three quarter stars. Like they went on to have a three and a half star match, but like the the tag match previous to you know was one, one and three quarter stars. Like it, it just feels like they didn't know. Like they they did a King of the Ring because they had to do a King of the Ring, but also like after coming off last year's King of the Ring with Austin, like like to your point, like what are they doing? 
Like, it's like they just, like, you know, they got drunk and decided to book the show because it's just nothing, like, it's just so weird how it plays out. Yeah, it, I mean, it, again, very, very poor. Um, you know, the month, and then the month prior, well, here, I okay, so here, here's something else. What happened the month prior? The month prior, The Undertaker beat Steve Austin in 20 minutes to retain the, the world championship. Mm -hmm. So following, I mean, get, get this straight here. So let, let's get our let's get our timeline here. WrestleMania 13, Taker beats Sid. Austin does the double turn and becomes a babyface. How do we follow that up on the following pay-per-view? Steve Austin defeats Bret Hart by DQ to determine the number one contender. Mm -hmm. So Steve Austin, Bret do a rematch, which I didn't even remember happening. Bret doesn't go over or, or uh, doesn't put Steve Austin over clean. They do a DQ, but Austin gets a chance to go against The Undertaker, who just beat Mankind who I believe was a babyface. Maybe not. No, no, he wouldn't have been that. Okay, so so Steve Austin. All right. So Steve Austin, that's what he does. Then the following month, he loses to The Undertaker. Then he's in a tag team with Shawn Michaels. How does that make any sense? The so much like I wonder like how much of this was just like the weird booking of the time? Like I just like I don't, even this match, like, okay, so they've had some submission. Like, they're, they're really slowing it down. Like, they're not even in the ring. Like, Austin's not even in the ring. It's just weird. Yeah. The, the month before this, Taker's going to beat Steve Austin for the championship. And that wasn't even your main event. The main event. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the main event after they went off the air. They did. The can, we, can we get a crowd check on this? I'm curious what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. In which Michaels has been challenged in individual yeah. competition. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I've had the privilege of seeing a lot of great athletes, as have you, Vince, in the last couple of decades. I've never seen one more purely athletically gifted, a natural athlete, as Sean Michaels. But right now, the really, hmm. awesome. yeah, it really is. So yeah, yeah. The month, so the month before this, uh, at the uh, in your house, Triple H defeats Flash Funk. Mankind defeats The Rock. Nation. Uh, three-on-one defeats Ahmed Johnson. Ken Shamrock taps out Vader. And then The Undertaker beats Steve Austin. Mm. Like, the talent was there on the roster. They just, I think the booking kind of sucked, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I think that's really what it boils down to. Like, it's just odd. Like, there's just no other way to to, to kind of break it down, yeah. Yeah, and this match. I, I mean, will say, too. This show was odd. Like, I was curious too, like this is one. So 1997, and I'm gonna spoil it a little bit here. Like, well, Austin was number three this year. Sean was 18, like which feels very low, or I say hot, like low for him. Like, it just you know, I, it just doesn't make a ton of sense. But like, both these guys look like when they're tying up and when they're res wrestling, like they look pretty good though. So it just. There's like it is a weird disconnect on this one, yeah. Oh, it looks like Austin bumped the ref on that one. That was <laughs> he, he went to run the ropes and the ref was standing too close and took a tumble there. That was interesting. Like that, I think that just kind of speaks to the weirdness of this. Yeah. 
Yeah, and now a rest hold. Right. Yeah, they have a couple rest holds now. Michael's like fake, whether he's chewing gum or faking chewing gum. Like I get playing the heel, but like we're at like a 30 second rest hold at this point, which these guys don't need to do that. Like it's just, it's unnecessary. Like they should be able to go out and especially with both where both these guys were at the time, like they should be able to go out and have a good match. How many, and this is according to cage match. I, I think they have a pretty good catalog, um, but there may be some missing. How many Shawn Michaels matches are four stars or higher, according to Meltzer, in his total? Yeah, uh, four. Or you said four or higher? Um, four stars or higher? Uh, I'll say ten. Forty-eight. Okay, I see. I thought it was going to be a lot lower. Okay, yeah. obviously, but like four, four, I thought maybe Meltzer was shitting on him and just yeah, so. No, 48. And remember, that's only kind of like TV pay-per-view matches. I mean, it's but it's great. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I do want to point out we do have three Hall of Famers in the ring, too. Shout out to uh referee Tim White as well, too, calling this match. The Warrior Award. That's right. Warrior Award. Yep. Get into something as much as these folks are here tonight in a long, long time. Yeah, I think part of the crowd, I mean, I think they're we're working kind of a slower match, but part of the thing with the crowd, too, is I mean, I don't know if you necessarily know who to cheer for. Uh, I like I look at you like, and you and I are being fairly harsh on this one, but also like they're in Rhode Island. I don't think of Rhode Island as a. Uh, it, it is not your Chicago's. It is not your Boston's. Your your MSG's. Like it's just, it's just weird. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah, just I don't know if they didn't have the chemistry or they didn't want to show up the main event. I just really don't know. Well, maybe this night they just weren't feeling it too. Like it could, you know, we've seen that too, where there's just some nights where the wrestlers aren't they're just not excited, you know. They they're just not feeling it. Maybe, you know, they, there was too much behind the scenes stuff here. Who knows? Yeah, the the I don't know, man. The King of the Ring, they they bounced back the following year. So one, two, three, four, five, six. They had 16 guys in the King of the Ring the following year. Wow. Yeah. And that was the one Ken Shamrock defeated The Rock. That was King of the Ring 98. Same show as Austin Kane and um, the Mankind uh, Undertaker Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, a, what an interesting show. But, yeah, that was – I mean, that was a pretty loaded, you know, 98 – Vader, Rock, Triple H, X-Pac, Owen, Two Cold Scorpio, D'Lo Brown, Dan Severin, Shamrock, Kama, Mark Henry, Terry Funk, Jeff Jarrett, Farouk, Mark Marrow, and Steve Blackman. Were yeah, all- wow. Yeah. I mean, that was a good King of the Ring. And you give it to Shamrock, which makes sense because you're really trying to get him over. And yeah, right? I mean, that that's the way it should be. Yeah, like I said, it could have just been like even some of this thing. We haven't seen the Hart Foundation again. Well, why should we? 
All right. Sorry, what were you saying? No, that they put the belts on these guys two weeks before. So you can't tell me that this wasn't short-term booking too. Like, you know, and then to have them win the belts, like – it, it raises the interesting point. Like, what if these guys had had a nice little tag title run? Like, granted, there was a whole lot of other factors that would have had to happen, like Brett and Sean not hating each other because, you know, Brett, spoiler, Michaels leaves for a little bit. Like, Michaels goes on to have some big matches after this. But, like, I, I do wonder how the trajectory would have changed if these guys just did a nice, I say, a nice little tag run for six months. You know, you really well, wouldn't have. It's just almost impossible to manage at this time. Right. Yeah. And so at this point too, like, even if you said, okay, it's June, you give them a six month title run. There's a lot of stuff that we wouldn't have like seen necessarily. Do I think you could have maybe like that would have overlapped with DX? Like, you know, would that have happened? Like, you know, that that's the, you know, the crazy what if of some of this, like, would they have, you know, would that have been a thing still? It's hard to say. Yeah. Michael's going for a dive there, missing. He got sp- spilled out to the outside there. Great set. Uh, yeah, I guess him and Triple H wasn't too far off, huh? Right, exactly. In the fall. So, yeah, like of that night or di- late 97. So, um, yeah, just weird. <clears throat> It's like the low roar of talking, but there's not anything else happening. Yeah. Weird. I want to remind everybody, of course, too, I got a little bit of downtime right now. Manscaped.com. Use our promo code PAYOFF. You're getting 20% off free shipping, uh, everything in the store. So make sure to use the promo code at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. And, of course, True Classic Tea, our other sponsors. Uh, make sure you're using our promo code there. PAYOFF2525. PAYOFF25. You get 25% off your entire order. Don't forget. Do we know when we're getting our Marty Jannetty uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode? I don't. I know we recently had the premiere, and so it should be hopefully sooner than later. I know you are uh, extremely excited, though. Either way, uh, like I know, I at least the, the you know the rumor I had texted you at the time was it is going to be one of the wildest dark sides ever, and so uh, I'm pumped about that for sure as well too. That was I, I'm bad about the AE do- or any any documentaries, but I'm very good of like I will watch those like during my lunch the next day. Like I always make a point of making sure that I get those right away. Hey, I just saw something uh, recently that was, uh, and I guess it would be, I think is Bruno San Martino. I think he's the longest reigning champion ever, but they, they said that I think Roman Reigns has to make it to 2028 to be the longest reigning champion ever. Oh boy. <laughs> is it I don't possible? Know. I mean, five more years of Roman like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like that's just that feels, or you know, like ugh, that, that's a lot. It won't happen, but it's funny to think about. But the interesting, you you make that point. Like they really kind of you know shot Cody's leg off. I feel like you know with the loss there, or you know Mania. Like uh, I don't know. It's just that's so long. I, I like, but at the same time, if Vince were to be around for that long, I could see it happening. 
I, I I saw, who knows if it's true or not, but I saw that they really want to load up WrestleMania 40. Go so, to go in Philly, yeah, absolutely. I feel like it just I don't know. So, I, I feel, they have to, but yeah. Well, let's let's assume uh Steve Austin's on the card. You know, like what do you I mean, who who do you who do you want to see again? We we've thrown out, you know. I mean, Brock and Roman, and but it's like what I'll I'll tell you the match that I'd try to do is I mean I I would try to I mean I know there's value in having young guy versus old guy. Young guy can kind of carry old guy. It gives young guy the rub even if he loses. I get that. I don't know, man. I feel like, and and again, let's be realistic here. There's certain matches that we're just never going to see, but within reason, man, I, I think I think you try to recreate the magic of the Rock versus Hulk Hogan, and I think you try to do it with Steve Austin and John Cena. The I think. I'm I'm on board with that. I'm I'm trying to think like was there any like Austin storylines that we didn't get like not necessarily no conclusion but a satisfying conclusion. Like well, is there any There's always going to be people that wanted Austin Goldberg. Right. Which I never even back in the day I never Fuck that guy. But anyways, yeah. I know, I know you don't want. But I mean I never clamored for like that was never a dream match to me. Like Sting and Undertaker, I got. I never right. got Austin and Goldberg. I'm like, yeah, they're very similar. I would. What would be interesting about that, Matt? I don't get that. Right. And so Michael's losing his pants in the corner now. Um, and so, um, yeah. Well, okay. So we got Brock and Goldberg. Like that's the, that goes back to the like the big meaty men bumping meat. Like that was you know I'm okay with that. But yeah, just it, it weird otherwise. Yeah, I would I would not want that ever. Um, I think like something we didn't like like an Austin Orton could be interesting. An Austin Edge could be interesting. Like you know you let let the old timers go at it a little bit, but I also think like they could have a I I, I don't know that's not the I don't want a slow Austin match with Orton because I feel like he could be methodical oh. and that would be that. But like I, I think a, a, an easy choice would be Kevin Owens. Like you know Kevin Owens could take the loss, rough bump. Um, to Austin and he would love every single minute of it too. Like, and so I think that would make sense. Big stunner there. Yep. Let's see what I can't thing. can't get the pin. Again, they have no one to cheer for. It's just they're like confused. Yeah. That's why good guy versus bad guy works. Right. I don't man, I I I still Austin Austin seen as the the money match for me. Yeah, I could see that. Like, you know, that you kind of it has to be, yeah. I mean, Big sweet chin music. The referee's down! Austin is down! I'm fine with that. I'm okay with oh, 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 oh. Who goes over to check on the first referee? Mike Yoden's not Right, right. Yeah, why isn't he making it? Who will remain the official referee? 
And we're heating up a little bit here. Yep. I mean, do you, yeah, I mean, and then you could always go like a. Third ref, there's Earl. He's about to get stunned, I bet. I get what they were trying to do, but you got to like beat the hell out of like a bunch of referees to get that, to actually do that. They didn't do yeah. enough of it. It just looked like a standard ref bump. So they needed to, I think, beat up some more referees. But uh, again, I, I get it. Okay. Double DQ. Neither guy loses. These two guys hate each other, but they have to be tag team partners. Uh, uh, Okay. All right, let's get into the aftermath. Oh, it's time for the aftermath. What'd you think? It's weird. Like, I feel like it started weird. It, it, it like the match came about for weird circumstances, and, and it just, it, it was just overall unusual. That's uh, that's the only way I can kind of describe it. I, I How agree. about you? I, I agree. I, I'm not saying that like this was easy to book, but I also think that this was stupid. Mm-hmm. And they're like so they're John leaving the ring right now. Of course, they're tag champs too. I don't want to I don't want to do want to remind everybody of that fact. Um, and so this is like it is just weird. So I guess we get really into some of the the real world stuff at this point. Of course, like I said, you had the, the Michaels and Hart hating each other. You had the Sunny Days comment. You had these guys feuding with each other. Well, Michael's leaving for a little bit, and if you will. And so, um, and then that like the tag tournament to because these guys had to relinquish the belts. And so Michaels was gone for a little bit. It was like, you know, July when he came back. Of course, he had the SummerSlam match. Um, or excuse me, he officiated the match between the Undertaker and Bret Hart. That was at SummerSlam, and so um, hitting the Undertaker with the chair, and so that part of it was weird. Of course, when he tried to hit Bret, um, starting his heel turn, his full heel turn at this point. Of course, you know a lot of it solidified, but um, having the one night only match in England, um, I guess we're him beating the British Bulldog, which great heel decision, but also like you know, you the pop for Bulldog would have been crazy. Um, he had the bad blood match with Undertaker and Michaels. No, they're they're not or at bad blood, but the Hell in Cell match. Um, so yeah, and then going on to form, you know, uh, DX as well too. So it's just like 
it was just a lot of, like I said, the behind the scenes stuff was weird. These guys kind of hating each other. Austin at the same time here, it was, um, you had Hart and the Bulldog actually winning the tag t- that winning that tag tournament. Um, it was actually Dude Love. Austin didn't want a partner, and then Dude Love came out um, as his partner, um, and so they and they won the titles from uh, Bulldog and Hart, or you know, so or Owen, and so you had that. Um, he really kept feuding with the Hart family at this point. Of course, Owen being the big one. There was the Canadian or the yeah, the Canadian Stampede in your house, which we talked about with Ken Shamrock, Old Us, Legion of Doom against the Hearts. Um, and at some that SummerSlam that like we discussed, that was the Austin and Owen match where you had the Owen tombstone uh pile driver to Austin and him injuring himself and really never being the same since. So, yeah, so you're um, here for Austin. I mean, you think it was like this meteoric rise to the top and it, it was anything but. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so it's just un- very, very, very unusual. And so, um, all right. So I spoiled this a little bit here, but like I said, Sean was 18 um, this year. Austin was number three. Uh, the torch on this one, giving this one three and a half stars. Shawn Michaels fought Austin to a double DQ. Uh, Austin, yeah, da, 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 like I said, just kind of getting into it. Uh, Michaels turning around in time to stop him. Austin and Michaels faced off and eventually walked to the back side by side, suspiciously watching each other out of their peripheral. A strangely disjointed inconsistent match this was not by a land I mean, I, yeah i guess it is kind of by a landslide like this was 74 to 29 this is the best match according to the observer newsletter uh the surprise of this match is that michaels actually got louder cheers than austin mainly because of the intense shrieks from female fans as michaels was doing things austin was never booed and michaels was but the cheers for him drowned out the booze in nearly every case both guys worked an excellent match but it was marred by a lousy behind the times finish fans chanted bullshit at the finish the two eventually stopped fighting and started arguing and left together yelling um yelling at each other on the way to the back uh four stars on that one so you got three and a half you got four like what are you thinking here oh i i I mean i i put this at a five i mean i it it wasn't good the finish sucked the crowd didn't know who to cheer for it's a very below average match for either guy especially Shawn michaels yeah yeah, I mean, I, I'm at a like I'm at a five. Yeah, it just like how it played out. It's just super unusual. There's just no other way to to call it. That's what it is. So, um, yeah, it's just it, we, we even for 200. I feel like it's kind of a weird one because it is a, a an unusual story of how this played out. Because, yeah, I just it's weird. <laughs> What are you going to do? Final, final thoughts? Yeah, I guess that's, we'll, we'll get into that. Nothing nothing we can do about this one. Very frustrating. Frustrating, but that's okay. Yep, sometimes that's just how wrestling is, and so that's okay, it, though. It doesn't always work. Not everything is a uh, five-star match or a nope. 10 on the payoff. I will say uh, next week's could be a, uh, at least in your book, could be a five-star match, though. It can, so, I, it's a sleeper, man. Yep, it's one that I'm very excited that we are covering. Yep. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have fun with next week. Jeff, first 200 in the books. It's been a pleasure. 
Here's to another 200, my friend. Here's yep. to another 200. So, uh, as always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on an all-new episode of The Panel.